With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So I take So I Garfield is your high-tech Texan, helping you make magic with your gadgets for over 15 years. Powered by Tri-Eagle Energy. Now, the high-tech Texan, Michael Garfield. Oya doch. Good day. Happy Saturday. What is going on? It is indeed the longest-running radio program here on 950 KPRC. It's called the High Tech Texan Show. We could not do it with, obviously, out you listening, but with also without our partners, including Tri-Eagle Energy, which we will talk to John Smith, the head of their consumer division, in less than an hour. And, you know, it's not exactly that hot yet here in H-Town, but it's going to get hot. And we're going to tell you how to save electricity, but so much more, and so much more than just playing technology because it's almost everything in the consumer realm. We do do cars and trucks, and absolutely we do cell phones coming up. The Samsung Galaxy S9. I already saw some people on my Facebook saying they're thinking about upgrading. They want my thoughts. I've been playing with that little piece of hardware for, gosh, about two and a half, three weeks right now. You will get my thoughts, and obviously, you know, it's just a little disclosure. You know I'm an Android guy, and I'm a big Samsung fan. I will tell you about another Android phone called Huawei. It's H-U-A-W-E-Y. It's pronounced Huawei. They're the third largest cell phone maker in the world behind Apple and behind Samsung. I'm going to tell you why it's going to get much harder to find those in the United States, even though they are having a very, very good sales cycle over the past two or three years. But we start with this. A lot of my time uh, was spent this week on my little rounds of the media around the country commenting on the very, very bad week that Facebook is having. Oh, yeah, yay. Mark Zuckerberg almost sitting Shiva for Facebook. Yes, it's still here. Have you deleted your Facebook account? Have you used the hashtag delete Facebook? It hashtag is popping up all over the place. And there's a lot of scrutiny with Zuckerberg's blog post, his CNN interview. They've come under fire. And there's a huge amount of sensationalism and misinformation that's just rolling out there. So I'm going to take a moment or two to cut through some of it. First off, let's talk about Facebook's privacy policies. In 2014, let's go back four years, they were pretty naive. And Facebook's privacy policies, they were pretty self-serving too. But when they figured out what was really happening... They either didn't understand exactly how serious it was and didn't do enough to deal with it. 
or they knew exactly how serious it was and didn't do enough to deal with it. Either way, they're certainly dealing with it now. And one way or the other, I think, and believe it or not, as naive as I am, Facebook is going to step up. However, I want you to think about this. Mark Zuckerberg is a world leader. He governs a meta country with about 2 billion citizens. And the citizens of Facebook are the wealthiest people on earth because they pay taxes with their data. And at some point, the citizens of Facebook, they're going to want to say in how their tax data is spent. And at the moment, that meta country of Facebook, it's subject to the laws and regulations of the physical countries that its physical citizens live in. And if Facebook doesn't lead, there are other companies, other apps, other programs that are going to fill the vacuum. Thoughts on that? 713-212-5950. Did you delete it? And it's tough to delete it. I saw an interesting article on Forbes.com. Look at me reading, Mr. High-Tech Reader right now. Forbes had a very interesting, it was an op-ed piece, uh, Curtis Silver. He writes a lot about consumer tech and social media. On why it's so tough to dump Facebook. He titled his column, Facebook is a drug that's hell to kick. And I've said this before personally. Facebook is the devil. It really is. It is called. It, it's caused pain, divorces, issues, bankruptcies, deaths. It, it probably caused a, 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 a affected a presidential election. Can we get rid of it? You're up to speed, as I told you, with the data scandal concerning the Cambridge Analytica, which is going on with Facebook. But there's a massive breach of public trust. And users, they really are quitting Facebook. But like a junkie behind that 7-Eleven fighting with a raccoon over that half-eaten peach, you are going to be back. Because no one can stay away for long. It doesn't matter if Zuckerberg has publicly apologized for that data breach. It is tough. It's an addictive substance. I am fortunate, for the most part, I'm not really addicted to anything. I'm addicted to love, maybe addicted to caffeine, maybe addicted to sports. I can drop things. If I put my mind to it, I could do some things. I think everybody can. But I'm telling you what, it is tough. I know people who are addicted to things. And Facebook, in its current iteration, and its original conception, it's an addictive substance. All social media feeds are an addiction. It's an addiction to be heard, to see into the lives of others and collect likes and comments. It's like a dopamine high in your brain. It's crazy. And it's the same thing that Snapchat and Twitter and Instagram do to our brains. Have you ever tried quitting something you're addicted to? It does serve a purpose in our lives, though. Listen, my, my personal Facebook page is littered with memes and music and pictures of, you know, every, you know, fun stuff. And certainly in the sports, which is something that I, that I follow a lot. Most of what I see are glimpses into the lives of the others. I tell people, don't believe everything you see on Facebook. Most people put the good things that we see online, and we're envious of others. It's so funny. It's how people come up to me all the time. It's like, Michael, you have the coolest life. You get to drive all these cars. You get to travel, all this stuff. Yes, but you don't see the other day-to-day things that I do. Sure, I have issues. I've got, I've got three kids. I've got, you know, we're you know getting one into college and, you know, getting another one a job. And, you know, I'm paying bills and, 
you know, mowing lawns. My, not all my life is sexy. I don't put that stuff. We put the stuff. We're dressed up. We're patoot stuff. We go to fun things. That what we see. Listen, before the break, and I'll end with this. I'd love to quit Facebook and social media. I'd love to move to a cabin in the woods and communicate with the birds. But the fact remains that Facebook is a part of our world now. Very integral to how we operate in it. Could you live without Facebook and social media? Yeah, probably. There are still ways to keep in touch with people. Yes, there's the annoying group text that I'm still getting right now about my buddies. How's your bracket doing? Which I will talk about between the now and the end of the show. There are puppy pictures and there are baby pictures everywhere. Are you really going to quit it? Probably not. You might say you will. You might express outrage. You're going to be back. You're going to be back with that greasy brown paper bag. Filled to the brim with what looks like and smells like your personal data. But just remember, you're the one filling that bag. Got a break right now, 14 minutes after. That is my opening soliloquy, if you don't mind. 713-212-5950. Shannon's here on the other side of the glass. She's going to pick up that phone call when we come back. I am going to do one more Facebook thing, especially now that I'm, we're so concentrating on this. Between now and the end of the break, I want you to open your Facebook app on your mobile phone. And I want you to go through all of the other third-party applications that give access to Facebook. And there could be hundreds, hundreds of those things. I'm going to tell you why it's so important to delete those now. See, that's called the tease. You're not going anywhere for the next three and a half minutes. Michael Garfield, The High Tech Texan Show. Well, we're going to be right back. More of The Michael Garfield Show right now. Garf plan, little Garf plan for you. What's up, Drake? Get ready to celebrate Passover. I've been moving calm, don't start no trouble with me. Trying to keep it peaceful is a struggle for me. Don't pull up at 6 a.m. to cuddle with me. You know how I like it when you loving on me. I don't want to die for them to miss me. Yes, I see the things that they wishing on me. Hope I got some brothers that outlive me. They gon' tell the story was different with me. God's plan. God's plan. I hold back sometimes I won't. Yeah. It is the High Tech Texan Show. It is Saturday. It is, we're down to the Elite Eight, people. How's your bracket doing? Shannon, are you doing the, uh, the March Madness stuff? You know, for the most part, yes. I didn't completely fill out my bracket, but well, the parts I did do fairly well. Okay. Well, then the you parts could... I went ahead and went, uh, you know. But so you're either first or you're dead ass last in your exactly. bracket if you didn't fill the thing. You also have some skin in the game. You have family who went to Florida State and, and Loyola, right? Yes, Loyola. So yeah. this is kind of exciting. It I'm is. definitely rooting for them. That's I had them going quite far. Not all the way, but to at least the final four. <sighs> It's it's I'm a massive March Madness fan. And last week, if you were following me on Facebook and Twitter, you knew I was at my annual uh, escape to Las Well, annual. I, I go several times a year to Las Vegas. I was there for the first round of March Madness with my same college buddies for all these years. And uh, the bracket was busted. In in Vegas, it's different. I'm not so much concerned about my bracket because I'm betting every single game. And you know what? I'm sorry, but money is thicker than blood. <laughs> so I really don't care about my bracket for bragging rights. Uh, I did, uh, I hit a few uh, parlays and uh, was very pleased, but now I'm concerned about my bracket. Texas is, I guess, Texas Tech. Hey, for all you Red, uh, yes, Red, Red doing well. what's well. up, Red Raider fan? Guns up for you, man. The potential Final Four slot in your home state because the Final Four is in San Antonio next weekend. 
So uh, one shining moment of uh, hopes for you as we uh, continue back to yeah, uh, more. Mo- Texas school still alive. Yes, yes. You, yeah, go, uh, go Tech. And we continue back with uh, Facebook, by the way. If you have thoughts about, are you deleting Facebook? 713-212-5950. I went through the whole bad week that Mark Zuckerberg is having. I want to give you kind of a heads up. And this is a little PSA. This is a little tip from me to you. And also, courtesy of a few things also, I'm kind of getting tips and reading online. USA Today tech story. And I like this because I do this semi-often and this reminded me. Uh, I want you to open your Facebook if you're driving right now, don't do that. But if you're sitting down, open your phone. Actually, we are going to follow the leader. I grab my Galaxy S9 right now, which I just transferred and downloaded about three weeks ago. I will give you a full review of that in about 15 minutes. I'm going to my Facebook app. Now, what you're going to do, you're going to go to the settings, and which is the top right to get the little hamburger thing, the three things. And you're going to go down to apps, app settings. And you're going to see, if you keep going clicking, all of the apps that have access, well, let's put it this way, that Facebook has access to all the apps in the phone. Think about this. How many apps in the phone do you have? Whether you use them or not, you may have dozens. You may have hundreds of these apps on your phone. Well, a lot of them, Facebook has the opportunity to, to utilize these apps. Maybe it's your GPS, maybe it's your settings, and they can start feeding and bringing things out. You, my friends, need to check this setting regularly and start deleting or at least saying no to some of the apps that Facebook and its developers can glom on to your personal information and then potentially share or resell that information to others. Listen, to recap, this week's tech headlines have been all about Facebook and the crisis for the social network. You know, it revealed that the consulting agency, what Cambridge Analytica, they use vast amounts of data from Facebook to build profiles of American voters to help Trump's campaign. And Cambridge got the data through a researcher who created one of those seemingly harmlessly personal personality quiz apps that asks users to answer about their digital lives. You know those apps I tell you not to do? Name the last five concerts you went to. People, I don't care the, fi- the last five. You don't care the last five I went to, and certainly don't put that online. Stop doing that stuff. Listen, Facebook has, says it has stricter controls than it used to. So you're going to now take a good hard look at the app developers to weed out all the abuses. You can wait for Facebook to change. You can take action itself. Get ready, rid of as many apps as you can. All right? So start paring down. Check the Facebook setting to see how many apps have been granted access. To delete these, simple. Click the check mark next to the question mark at the top right of the news feed. Then hit your settings, news feed settings, and then on the apps on the left side of the menu. From there, take a look who you granted access to. Start deleting those apps you don't use. This is where you're going to see just how difficult Facebook makes it. Because, number one, there's no select all button. No, they don't want you to select all. That's too easy for you to delete everything. You have to delete each one by one by one. And then it's going to pop up and say, this will remove the app from your account, your bookmarks, and the list of apps you use. And then this. The app may still have the data you shared with them. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's easier to get rid of a car. That's a lemon. Return it to the dealer than it is to get rid of some of these Facebook apps. Listen, if I went too fast, I am going to put this link on my Twitter account. It's going to play by play, show you exactly what I just did, what I just talked about of how to delete these apps. You really, really should do it. 
I'm not saying delete all the information because some of these apps really are no good unless they do share information with Facebook. But I have some apps that I downloaded and even deleted, and it still has access to these things. It's got a scary world that we live in. I'm going to here to guide you to try to the safe side of the street. And yeah, that, by the way, thank you for following me. You're going to absolutely find me on Twitter now at High Tech Texan. That's H I G H T E C H T E X A N. Do this. It's also a good time to actually go through your phone and start thinking. How many apps do I really need? I didn't realize how many apps I have on my phone until I started switching over to this brand new phone that I got about three weeks ago, which is this Samsung Galaxy S9. Yep, I got it. Briefly talked about it about a week or two ago. If you are thinking about an upgrade, let me give you the quick, and I got about three minutes for the end of this break, and I could take your phone calls too on your old low-tech phones. Samsung Galaxy S9. Once again, proves Samsung's formula. A gorgeous 5.8-inch screen. Sexy. Dual-curve design. Terrific camera. Can't go wrong. Fast speeds. It's got wireless charging. Water resistance. I feel like I'm back on QVC, actually, right now. It looks stunning. Two different colors. I got purple, blue. I got the purple one. It's a nice incremental upgrade. Share the word I said right there. I said the word incremental. If you have an S8, S8 Plus, like I did, not sure if I would tell you to go out and spend 700 plus bones on this thing. If you have an S7, who did I see the other day who had, oh, I know. He had a Galaxy Note 3. A note. Now, the Note is bigger than the Galaxy. Samsung's on version 8 of the Note. My boy had a Note 3. Might as well have been sending out smoke signals. He may probably be in the market for an upgrade. I'll say it again. And this was Steve Jobs and one of the, the things he left behind us. Every time you come up with a phone, we're going to market it to you because we're going to want you to buy this thing. You don't need a phone every time a new phone is released. Generally, I recommend skipping a number. Either odd or even. If you are an uh, Apple iPhone 5, no need to get the 6, wait to the 7. And then you get the 9. Okay, maybe they also released the 10 too. Same thing with the Galaxies. I remember going back to the Galaxy S3. Now, I had every single one because Samsung, Verizon, they're great. They, they give me these testers. But as long as you wrap that thing, take care of it, put it in a nice case, the screen's not cracked. It's not that filled. You could you could dump all the data into the cloud and everything. They work fine. You can keep a phone for many, many years. You don't need to get it every single time. So, S8 owners probably want to skip this one. It's a good upgrade from older phones. Camera, crazy awesome. Low-light photos, though, even though they profess it's just phenomenal, I've actually found sometimes they look a little blurry, maybe the lack of the fine textures. But again, I might if I want a camera, I'm going to go out and buy a real Hasselblad. But the best camera on the market you can buy. And I, this is this is the greatest trick quiz ever. I'm going to get everybody with this. What's the best phone? Sorry. What's the best camera you can buy? Is it a Canon? Yeah. No. Kodak. Polaroid. Old school. No. The best phone. The best camera that you can buy is the camera that you always have on you when you need it immediately. And guess what? It's not those, those big DSLR cameras. It's pretty much that camera that's built into your phone. And hands down, 
Samsung right now, and I'll go back Huawei and HTC and a lot of the Android phones, that makes some darn good cameras built in those phones. But the Galaxy S9 is very, very strong. Check that out. It's bottom of the hour. I do have to take a break. I'll come back. I'll give you a little bit more thoughts on that Galaxy S9. I will take your phone calls. Seven. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. 1-3-212-5950. You probably heard. It's also going to talk a little about cars, too. It's another big thing that I cover. Test drove a, uh, it's kind of a game we play. It's like, what's Garf driving this week? I get to test drive cars almost on a weekly basis. I was in a really fun Jeep Wrangler 4x4 Great weather for it this past week. Give you thoughts on that. And you probably heard about the news that Uber has a self-driving car. Had a crash. Killed a pedestrian. Tell you how far it is before we actually do let Uber or anybody drive ourselves autonomously. It is the High Tech Texan Show. My name is Michael Garfield. More of the Michael Garfield Show right now. Got about 25 more minutes left in the morning hour in the central time zone. If you're listening to us on iHeartRadio, all anywhere around the world, be it South Africa or Australia. Mark, our uh, Australia listener, it's 14 hours ahead. Uh, I don't know what exact time it is there, but thank you for tuning in. Uh, we are brought to you by Tri-Eagle Energy. We'll talk a little bit about that in about 15 minutes, continuing a little uh, phone uh, chat. Smartphones, I just kind of gave you my review of the Galaxy S9. <laughs> Christine just texted, I was finally able to tune in now. Did I miss the Samsung 9 review? Yes. All right, two things, Christine. All right, CJ, here's what you're going to You can go podcast me, which is such a popular podcast. You want me to repeat the thing over again? I'll, t- I'll tell you what. Let me take a phone call, then I'll go back over the Galaxy Sam- well, the Samsung Galaxy S9. I'm going to hit this button, and I think we're going to be talking to Steve as soon as I do. Hey, Steven, Michael Garfield, how are you? I'm vertical um, and grateful for that at my age. How are you? <laughs> still, right now, still vertical. Actually, I'm you know, prone in a chair, but I'm fine, my friend. What can we do for well, you? Well, I have seen you, and I can tell you that vertical for me is far more important than vertical for you. Okay, I'll take that as a compliment. What's I, up, baby? I have a Note 3 that you were dis- just dissing in terms of age, but it's been in an otter box, actually, several otter boxes. Very the screen's good. It still phenomenal. functions, but it's on borrowed time. I started out with two Palm, not pilots, but two Palm phones, then two HTCs, all with stylus. I am addicted and dependent upon stylus. Mm -hmm. So far, the only manufacturer that I have found 
that still supports a fully implemented stylus that works for all input functions is Samsung. So one question is, do you know of another one, not just the one that, that kind of supports it here and there, but it's fully functional? And then if, uh, well, even if yes, the second question is, is the Note 9 anywhere in the foreseeable future? Generally, Sam, I'll, I'll go backwards with your answers. Uh, Samsung releases the Galaxies in the springtime, which they just did the S9. Generally, they do the Notes in the fall. So we'll probably hear something, and I'll see rumors about that within the next month or two, and it probably will be on the market, you know, probably come September or October for the 9. I do like the Note 8. I was playing with the Note 8 last fall when they sent it to me. And let's go to styluses. I mean, I'm not going to try to talk you out of stylus, I mean, which, which is... By the way, for it's a little tiny electronic pen, people, where you can do tons of things and draw and and take notes. Uh, you're we are seeing, Stephen, far and fewer phones that have that stylus, and quite simply because phones are trying to get a bit smaller. And with smaller phones, they don't want you to use a stylus; they want the thumb input. You're going to see the larger screens, like the Samsung Notes, use the stylus. So yes, the Note 8 right now it does have the stylus. I believe. There's LG makes one too called the Stylo, and I think it's the Stylo 3 that, and it's maybe about a year old or so. I don't know if you've looked at LG phones. Uh, what I understand, and I haven't done, you know, severe research, is that there are a few functions that that stylus is supported, but in general, it it is not. And that's the Note series mm -hmm. are fantastic because anything that you want to enter, you can enter with a stylus. Yeah, as you said, the fully functional one. Yeah. You know, really, it's it's kind of a, it's a it's a paradigm shift or an industry sea change, and that all started. Let's go back to 2005. The iPhone one came out, and I took a look at that thing. I'm like, this is it. There are going to be no more flip phones. It's all going to be that solid touchscreen, and everything that went that way. Then we saw bigger phones and bigger phablets, kind of like the Note series that had the stylus. Now the, I'm seeing designs, and these are things that that Apple and Samsung have already tr trademarked and copy are doing some copywriting on they're going to try to fold over some of these glass phones there's going to be double-sided phones and so we're have a sea change of the, the way that we carry these phones in design but really it's only the larger ones that i know of and samsung just kind of owns that market as you know i would just do this i mean if you're happy with it with the note 3 which you've had for how many years man probably since my kids have been born well since 14, I think. <laughs> okay, so you've had it. it. And it's still rocking. No, notably because you had an OtterBox. Smart man. Otter, probably the best case on the market. OtterBox, you, know, you could drop that thing in a well in a ditch in the ocean. It's probably nothing's going to happen to it. But it may be time to take a look at that Note 8, especially if the Note 9's coming out. You're probably going to get a little better price on the Note 8. Well, that's what I was concerned about is dropping $800 for a Note 8 and then in a two months seeing the Note 9 for $799. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you right, Note the prices aren't going to get cheaper. I'm telling you what, because the Note 8 came out for close to $900 some odd dollars. And, mm -hmm. and let me help you out. Samsung, Apple, they're not in the mode of discounting and going lower. Their job is to up the price of, the, the price of these phones. And so um, I've had no qualms whatsoever with that 8. Funny thing is, I try to use the stylus. I think it's cool. When I first get the phone, I'll sit there, draw, and you know, do some pictures. I just never whip out that stylus again. But some people, like you said, you're addicted to well, it. Well, I do so, a lot of yeah. uh, copy, paste, cut, paste, mm -hmm. and uh, I just can't get my finger on the screen in the right spot. The, the stylus gives me almost exact you know, point of control, and that's the primary reason I use it. I got used to you know, writing the characters because it'll recognize script, uh, all kinds of, of text from the 
even if I'm just entering a telephone number or something like that. That's how I got dependent on I'm old. It's hard to break old habits. Uh, kind of a fat finger thing, too, that you said you, it's yeah. tough to put your finger. Uh, have you ever tried to, and, and I just did this also, um, take the increase the, the font size on your phone? If you increase the font size, not only is it better to see, but also you, it's a little bit more accuracy of knowing where you're touching the phone, too. Yeah, well, that's that's a good point. Of course, you you need to do a lot of um, scrolling when you increase the. Yeah, true. The yeah, with that, yeah, it's a give and take situation. So, yeah. all I can say now is play around with the note date. I'm gonna do a little bit more research, but also I'll throw this out to the listeners too. If anybody else is addicted to stylus like Stephen in Clear Lake, give me a shot and we can try to help you out. But as far as I know, it's it's really Samsung uh, until you know either either you know people see the, a massive need, but I just don't think the mass public still you know relies on that stylus. Right. Well, if you hear the first rumor of it, I sure would like to hear you say that on the radio. And keep the and follow my. Do you do Twitter? You're not that old, Stephen. Well, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I've got a lot of attention issues, and if, if I were on Twitter and Facebook, you just have to put me in a rest home. I, I would <laughs> not be able to do anything. I'll give you a little help with that. Uh, maybe 10 milligrams of Focalin. It helps quite, quite uh, nice to actually to uh, focus your attention. And you, you can take that from that. That is an that is an unpaid endorsement from the high tech text. Great, thank you, Stephen. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, keep it right there. Seven one three two one two five nine five zero. Can I just tell you every single medical secret about me right now? Keep tuning in. You never know. So I got my eyes. I've got ADHD. Other than that, you know, life life is fine. Two one two five nine five zero. That's how you're gonna get me. Um, I will. Uh, put that. Uh, I just put that link on uh, at High Tech Text, and of what you should be doing this weekend is clearing out your Facebook app to uh, figure out which third-party apps have access to all your data. As we continue the uh, the bad the, uh, the the bad news week that Facebook is having, uh, about another 90 seconds. And for Christine, you tuned in late, and so I'm going to hit the Galaxy S9 review again. I like it. I don't know what exact phone you have. If you do have the Samsung S8. I, I would not recommend paying another $700 for the S9. I would say it's an, what was the word I used? I said it's a nice incremental upgrade. But if you have an S7 and even before that, if you had an S6, without a doubt, get the thing. Uh, you can get your choice of little pretty colors, little lavender purple, little blue. Camera is phenomenal, without without a doubt. And it's got your typical fun Android stuff. One reason the... Uh, well, there she is. She just texted me. I have the 8. Why are you listening to me, Chris? Don't get it. I just, see, what else can I do? I just saved you $700. She has the S8. I don't think you really need it. Because it's it's it, it's not 8, the Samsung S8 to the S9, not a life-changing thing. Cameras improved, yes. The, the fingerprint sensor on the back, they moved it in a much better spot on the S9. So when you put your biometric fingerprint, you're really not touching the camera lens. They did that. Other than that, Unless it is totally vermished and the and that and then the screen is cracked and everything, yeah, go get it. I love it, but again, I'm just trying to save you some money over there. It, that's that's the bottom line of the HTT. When they see you next time, you actually can play with my. You want to play with my S9? How you doing? My name is Michael. 45 minutes after, how about a break time? Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Coming up, well, listen, we're brought to you by Tri-Eagle Energy. You want to hear from the man himself? 
and some of the other really cool things that they do. The emails that I get from them once a week with a nice little graphic chart of showing how much energy and electricity I've used and how I've been saving because I'm actually reading some of these easy to read charts. Well, that's coming up. And next hour, hey, all you agriculture fans, why am I talking about agriculture, Aggies? Because artificial intelligence, AI, is infiltrating so many things of our lives, they, they're starting to take over the agriculture industry, too. Plus your calls, too. 212-5950. It's Garf. Easter will... More of the Michael Garfield Show right now. See how smart my audience is with this segue of a song right now as we welcome you back to the High Tech Texan Show. Michael Garfield is the name, and we are brought to you and powered by Tri-Eagle Energy. We do thank you for tuning in. Every week or so, we do hear from the good folks. The smart man, John Smith. Yes, it's his name himself. He runs the consumer division of Tri-Eagle Energy. He joins us right now, and I'll start with this. John G., did you hear the name of the song? Did it, did it make sense to you, what I was doing there? <laughs> That's it, exactly. Out in the street, there's violence. You know why? Because they're vi- they're violence because they don't have triangle energy. Look at that. That's me. I'm just... exactly right. They've been oh. taken. They've been taken. Poor Eddie Grant. We actually need to sign up his, his, his uh, as an endorser too. Then we can got everything uh, everything <laughs> done. Hey, brother. Uh, number. Let's start with this. How's your brackets doing? You know what? My bracket was blown. I think the first afternoon, and then I did a second bracket for just a sweet sixteen, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it was bad. My Texas blood or what, but uh, um, I, I thought A&M would win the first one, and I thought that uh, the Texas Tech would lose, and I was wrong on both. So. Uh, who knows anything? It is, is, it's a crapshoot, and then the ultimate segue to the subject, it's not a crapshoot when you have a reliable electricity company. <laughs> there's no madness, no madness around trading energy. There is not, and there's no there's no gimmicks too. So I'm emceeing an event uh, last night. Actually, I'm doing I'm getting out more and more and doing these events, and people come up, and it's really nice. And they say, hey, I've listened to your show forever, and I've recommend I've, you know I use this phone you talked about. And then they said, listen, I was I did a lot of research, Michael, before, and you've talked about Triangle Energy for a while, and you talk about the no gimmicks. And he goes, I just don't believe any of these companies because they're all marketing companies. Because you know most it comes through Centerpoint, but all of these electric companies, they're all marketing companies, and there's a catch somewhere. I'm like, I'm gonna tell you what, and and I said this too. I said if you can find a gimmick that is not stated or written from Triangle Energy, I will pay your entire year of energy bills. And then that got him thinking. And let me help you out. You know how confident it was, John, because you know how cheap I am. I'm so confident of that right. statement. <laughs> I am confident. Of there is no gimmick. You pay that flat monthly fee of what? It's $4.95, and that is it, my brother. And you guys, that is, that's probably your biggest calling card, and that you, you should be proud of that. It, it, it is. It's what we've been touting for, for years now. We've been talking about it with you now for a couple of years, Garth. And it's, you know, this time of year is when it really gets hyperactive. Mm-hmm. Here in the Houston market, because we're heading into those those warmer months as we head towards the summer, I will tell you that you know we've had to increase our rates. You know, we talked about it all winter long. We talked about it even last fall. Um, you know, don't wait until uh, until the rates start to go up. But there's a lot of speculation right now in the marketplace that's driving the summer months up from a wholesale perspective. But 
I can tell you that we're never going to be the cheapest guys out there. We're, we'll, we'll, we'll never be the most expensive. But you've got to be careful because there's a lot of our competitors out there right now. Go to go to Power to Choose. Go to you know my True Cost. Go to these comparison sites, and you'll see uh, you know some very very aggressive and attractive rates. But if you get into the fine details, if you look at those what they call an EFL, which is electricity fact label. You'll see that where the catches are. You know, if you don't use between a thousand and twelve hundred kilowatts, well, all of a sudden there's a sixty dollar charge or whatever the case may be. So you've got to be careful. You know, don't don't always. If it looks too good to be true, I can almost assure you it is. Yeah, and it makes sense. Now, listen, and people can debate and talk about. Okay, well, my company offers me this kilowatt per hour, what have you. It's the it's the it's the the tangible stuff. You know, the the stuff that oh, but the intangible stuff. What else do you offer? Now, I'm on my I'm on my email right now. You guys, TriEagle sends me a weekly email, and and you know this gets kind of the TriEagle game. It's like, can I use less energy than I did the week before? I'm reading this one. This is an energy report for March 11th through 17th. Uh, of 2018, and you want to listen. I, I'm not the smartest when it comes to chart and graphs, but you, you, this is the simplest, easiest thing to read. So I'm looking at this graph chart from the past two weeks. It not only has my daily energy usage, also how much per day that I've spent. So now I'm putting a dollar figure on there. And so here, on one one day I spent four dollars, and the next day, next day I spent two and a half dollars. Also, accompanying that, it shows the the temperature, was it cloudy or was it rainy outside? So now I can figure out and extrapolate, you know, when did I rise? When, you know, when did it go up? When did it go down? It showed me my last week's spend. And here's the best thing. It's my March 2018 energy cost tracker. It has showed from the month start what I've used, how much, how much money, and how much I expect to pay. Things like this, John, you continue to innovate with Triangle. This is a, such a neat benefit you have for your customers. That's right. Exactly right. We try to make sure that customers aren't surprised when they get that bill uh, because that's where you lose customer trust and faith is, is where they think they've got this great deal and then they get that bill at the end of the month and it's not what they were expecting. And so we try to make sure, one, that we explain it up front and then, two, you know, we provide those usage reports on a weekly basis so they know where they're at, they know what's going on, they know what that bill is going to be. I mean, look, there's, there's a lot of really cool products out there. You hear the free nights and weekends. You see the things – from our competitors that say, hey, sign up with us, we get a $600, you know, credit or a gift card or whatever the case. That stuff isn't just free. That stuff doesn't fall out of the you know, out of the sky mm-hmm. uh, like manna from the heavens. It doesn't mm-hmm. happen. So that, that, that cost is coming from somewhere, and, and most likely it's coming from what you're paying them and your normal rate. And so, you know, we, we try to make it easy. I mean, there, there are, like I said, there are products that, you know, maybe we could offer that, uh, that folks who want to sit there and look at it daily and manage it daily uh, could, could maybe even save some more money. Um, but we try to look at the average customer and know that most people aren't going to be paying attention to their electricity usage. They want to just go on about their lives and make sure they're not being taken advantage of. And that's what we try to do, Gar. Yeah, and, and the best thing is, because I think I sign, I have, I have every three years I renew it. So once I lock and load, I don't have to worry about it. I mean, I do want to read my weekly emails to see how I can even improve it, but I'm not worried about it. That's because I signed up with that special code that you have given not only me, but my listeners for about almost two years right now. If people do want to sign up, what do they need to do? They just go to triangleenergy.com, and when you get to that promo field, type in HTT, which is the acronym for the, the infamous high-tech Texan, and you will see a, a discount on our normal rate. Um, and, uh, you know, sign up. It, it takes you a matter of a few minutes. And like I said earlier, you know, you're, 
it may not be the cheapest rate, you know, in the marketplace, but I can guarantee you, uh, you're not going to be surprised when that bill comes every month, and you're going to get all the benefits that we've been talking about. A lot of benefits too, in terms of the thermostats and uh, the, the air conditioning filters in your house. You guys do it all. His name is John Smith. His company is TriangleEnergy.com. The name of this show, the High Tech Texan Show. Powered by TriangleEnergy.com. I don't care how hot it gets this summer. My house is going to be nice and cool, and I know exactly what my bill is going to be. Thanks to you, John. <laughs> Thanks to TriangleEnergy.com, bro. That's what it's all about. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to head back down to the Electric Avenue and, uh, you know, see what's going on. <laughs> Watch out for the violence in the streets. You and Eddie Grand out there. All I'm right. going to calm everybody down with some HTT codes. Exactly. HTT. That is, again, TriangleEnergy.com. Do it right now and hit HTT in the promo code. John, have a great rest of the weekend. We'll talk to you next week. All right, brother. Thanks, Garth. It's a good man right there. It's a good company right there. I'll tell you right there. Please trust me on that. Uh, I hear that bump music, which means our number one is almost over. Guess what? I'm going to caffeine up here during the top of the hour. It's exactly what you want, right? And then I'll come back even stronger. More phone calls, 713-212-5950. I am going to talk a little bit more cars. I do a lot of that stuff. I was in a Jeep Wrangler 4x4. That's a fun little summer car. I took the top off. Topless is how I went this past week. Also, you've heard of smart homes. How about a smart garage? I'm going to tell you how to pimp out and trick out your garage with some electric garage door openers and cameras. And how about a pain in the tech neck? Remember, you used to have thumbs hurting and your elbow hurts. Now you've got a selfie elbow because it hurts and your neck is straining. There's a lot of these new health issues coming up thanks to technology. Dr. Garf is in the house. Stand by. We'll be right back on the other side. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Michael Garfield is your high-tech Texan, helping you make magic with your gadgets for over 15 years. Powered by Tri-Eagle Energy. Now, the high-tech Texan, Michael Garfield. Halfway to happy hour and an oil duch one more time. Just like that big voice said, Garf. That's the nickname. Oh, by the way, one of my Twitter handles, at Garf, along with that high-tech Texan. 
what is going on. We have less than 53 minutes to complete this show. And I just, just a little behind the scenes, inside baseball. You know, what do I do for the seven or eight minutes between the break, top of the hour, you know, when I signed off? I have a little Diet Coke. It's because I'm out of Coke Zero, number one. Um, and also check out and update my one of my Twitter accounts. Not only do I do technology, I also do cars and trucks. Member of the Texas Auto Riders Association. And one of the other things that I do that sucks, I got to drive a new car once a week and give you my thoughts on it. I know, I know. It's just it's not the funnest thing to do. Which is why I also have... Another Twitter account and a website called I Heart Vehicles because I do heart vehicles um, and I just posted a link to one of my one of my most recent reviews uh, that I do in conjunction with CarPro, the CarPro show, which I think is right now on opposite me on one of our other stations. But keep right here. Don't move. So uh, if you follow at I Heart Vehicles, just like about 19,000 other followers, my biggest, by the way, Twitter account that uh, people follow, believe it or not. People love cars and trucks. I was playing around in the uh, Toyota 4Runner, uh, which is a uh, very nice little uh, truck that you have there. Well, it's more of an SUV, CUV. And you can find that uh, at iHeartVehicles. Uh, and also, if you pick, believe it or not, I'm going old school. Pick up this. There's apparently this thing still around called a newspaper that you that you wrap fish in sometime. And if you look in the automobile section today, apparently, uh, because my stuff runs also runs on Houston Chronicles website and the actual Houston Chronicle print edition. If you pick up the Saturday edition, I think you're going to see one of my more recent views of uh, another vehicle. So uh, take a look at that. Speaking of cars and trucks, how about this news this week about that self-driving Uber that crashed? I'm not going to say I was surprised. It's it's horrible news. And condolences go out to the just to, to the woman who was struck and killed. It was in Tempe, Arizona. But Uber's robotic vehicle project, even before this, really wasn't living up to the company's expectations. Even months before this this incident happened this week, the cars were having trouble driving through a number of different things. Construction zones, they were kind of freaking out when they were driving next to big rigs. To be sure, during these testing phases, Uber phases Uber had actual human drivers in the cars to intervene. But still, the human drivers had to intervene more frequently than they expected and, and more frequently than drivers of the competing in some of these autonomous car projects. Um, the, the self-driving car project of Google, for example, Waymo, W-A-Y-M-O, that's Google's self-driving car project. They said that in tests on Rose last year, it cars, they went an average of about 5,600 miles before the driver had to take control from the computer to steer out of trouble. But as of March, Uber was struggling to meet its target of 13 miles per intervention, if you will. There's also a lot of pressure to live up to a goal to offer a driverless car service by the end of the year. People, I'm, I'm particularly in no rush. I'm, I'm kind of fine with the, I guess, the era that we live in of me getting in a driver's side door of a car here in the United States is on the left-hand side, putting the key in, sometimes not putting the key in, but just touching the button, starting it, and going where I'm expected to go. Yes, I know there are so many things that are taking our focus away. Our cell phones, the crying kids in the back seat, the nagging mother-in-law somewhere. Your spouse is arguing back and forth. 
More than that, how about the stuff inside these brand new cars? All these newfangled tech gears and these big 12-inch tablet-sized touchscreen controls that'll do everything from the satellite radio to the iHeart radio to the air conditioning. There's stuff that'll take your attention away. So, yeah, it'd be fun to have a robot, have a driver drive me around. But still, man, it's it's kind of scary. I drove, I, I've driven by a few, not a lot, maybe two or three self-driving cars. I was in San Francisco, I guess less than a year ago, and I'm, and, and I'm, in, a, I'm in an Uber north of San Francisco, heading from the airport, rolling up towards the city of San Francisco. And that's, as if you've done that, people, I mean, it's one of the most congested freeways in, in America. And, you know, people are still zipping by. And I'm driving along, I'm in the backseat of the Uber, and I look over to the right, and I am not kidding you. It is, you know, the car's painted Google. There's nobody driving the car. And it was freaky. It was Freaky Friday. And the reason, the I think the, it's the biggest reason that's holding us back right now, because other than Uber, the technology is relatively there. There is such a thing as self-driving cars, and it's relatively safe other than the bad news that we heard from Uber. There's LiDAR, which is the, uh, you know, kind of the, the light radar that all these cars use to actually see people, see cars, and, and monitor things. I got you. But it's our minds and our brains that we need to wrap around the reality that there is nobody driving this car. It was just freaky. It's a paradigm shift. That's the thing to me that we're going to have to realize before we get A, behind or in the back seat of a car with nobody there. We're getting in, in or just letting our car drive us from point A to point B. Yes, I know Tesla and some of these other cars, they have these functions where, yes, you can sit behind the car, push the button between here to your office, home to wherever you're going to go, and it's going to get you there. But man, it's scary. Look at some of the video that was shot from this Uber from the vehicle's dashboard camera, and it showed the, the driver looking down away from the road, kind of showed that the driver's hands really weren't hovering above the steering wheel like what was supposed to do. But Uber, they've been test driving these self-driving cars in this little tiny vacuum in, in Arizona for a while. Are you ready? And I'm going to throw this out because we're going to take a break over here. Are you ready to let that artificial intelligence take over for you? I'm just, I'm just kind of not ready yet. And it's scary. And I'm telling you what, whether this was an isolated incident, the self-driving Uber, when it's killed a passenger, killed a pedestrian in Arizona this week, this headlines set back that entire mindset of the world and certainly the industry for a while to go. Yes, I love artificial intelligence, and it's really going to be nice. It's just not there yet. Now, after the break, we're going to talk about artificial intelligence. And we're going to talk about from a great company here based in Texas. It's called Robo Global. You've heard me talk with them every few weeks. CES, man, I saw AI, every industry you can cover. And we've already talked about the health industry, the medical industry, the autonomous driving industry. How about this? The agricultural industry? Hey, all you ags out there, Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo just ended. How can AI, artificial intelligence, help the agricultural industry? We're going to talk to Chris Buck with Robo Global right after this on the High Tech Texan Show. More of the Michael Garfield Show right now.
Michael Garfield, the long-running high-tech Texan here, not only across Southeast Texas, the whole Southwest, but also the world, thanks to iHeartRadio, the longest-running radio program here, actually, on this radio station in Houston. Phone number, because it's a call-in talk show, technology and otherwise, 713-828-39. Actually, no, it's 713-212-5950. Hope you're paying attention. This portion of our show brought to you, as we are each week, a nice segment from Robo Global. Love this company. I've learned so much in the past probably three to four months since I was hanging out with them at CES. It's a Texas-based company, number one. But AI, artificial intelligence, man, it is kicking in. It is here. There are, there are companies that you can invest in. It's one of the many things that Robo Global does with the Robo Global Index. But after talking on a regular basis with the, 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 the guys and gals at that company who make things happen, they have their eye on everything in that AI world. I love bringing them on the show, listening, and also asking some questions so you, my dear listeners, can find out what's going on. We're going to do that right now because we are going to bring in the head of Capital Markets and Sales. His name is Chris Buck. Chris joins us right now. Chris, is this the real Chris or is this the robotic AI Chris? This is the real Chris. <laughs> it's good because I know there's two Chris's. I'm glad we have the real one right now. This is real. It's all real. At some point, will, the, will we have clones? Will we have robotic clones? Is there a company, Chris, that, that RoboGlobal tracks that actually can make a second high-tech Texan or a second Chris Buck? No, there is no substitute for you, Mike Garfield. <laughs> I, I don't think you're talking about general AI, and that's 30, 40 years away. Okay, good. Because I, at some point, I'm going to have to take this and give this license of, of my moniker to my kids at some point. So maybe they will actually clone themselves and duplicate themselves. But, you know, we talk about the future. People think AI is the future, Chris. So wrong, especially after walking around through CES and seeing all the self-automation driving cars and everything that you and, and I have been talking about over the past three or four months. It's amazing how AI has infiltrated so many different segments, one of which, and we talk about health and medical because we love that down here in Houston, Chris. Here's another one. You know, we just got finished with our Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo. And I'm walking around and, you know, there's, here's cows and chickens and farmers and stuff. And I couldn't help but thinking and reading some articles about the ag, the agriculture industry, which is so vital to us, not only here where I'm sitting, but also around the world. How can and how is, let me put it in present terms, how is AI being affected by in the, in the agricultural terms? Well, I know last, you know, several weeks ago, Bill Studebaker, our CIO, Robo Global, based here in Dallas, talked a little bit about healthcare and how healthcare industry is going to transform. And right now, the agricultural industry is changing rapidly right, you know, in front of our eyes. Mm -hmm. And Robo Global, we, you know, for investors, we look at diversifying across 12 different subsectors that are the most likely candidates to use AI and transform and disrupt. And one of them is, in fact, precision agriculture, as we call it. And AI, you know, is such a buzzword, but it literally is being used uh, by robotics, uh, you know, from surgeons to farmers to factories. And, and in fact, I know you talk a lot about, and I've listened to a lot about, you know, cars and the gadgets on cars. But I want to talk a little bit, move from cars to trucks to tractors. Mm -hmm. there's, there's some big companies that are using AI and robotic processes. Uh, in the tractor business for agriculture. Kind of like John Deere, like John Deere Green? That, absolutely. John Deere is, <laughs> is a perfect example. Really? Tell me about what, what it was. 
What is John Deere doing in the AI world? I mean, it's a tractor, but I guess AI does everything for us in so many different areas. Well, you know, they have the fundamental pot, you know, issue that they're challenging as world, you know, as well. You know, they're part of the process to feed the ever-growing global population of the planet. You know, there's going to be another billion people on this world by 2030. And, and part of the challenge of feeding the world's population it is, you know, growing plants and used in pesticides. And there's a lot of inherent risk to pesticides, the damage they do to the environment, the local ecosystem, the hazards, the overexposure can pose a lot of human health. And you can imagine around the Houston area, being one of the largest cities in the country, you cannot have a lot of pesticides going into the water system that our kids drink. No, and we can't. And the fact is that as the world population grows, Chris, I mean, we need to eat, we need to cultivate. And, and I guess, you know, having that artificial intelligence, you know, work with, you know, all these suppliers, the manufacturers, and those farmers, too. The, the, the farmers, are they wrapping their heads and their, and their arms around this right now? Is it, How much R&D is going? I mean, what's, what's and specifically, let's talk about, you know, John Deere. I mean, what are they doing in terms of uh, the AI stuff? So John Deere to to help our farmers and and you know the people here in Texas you know bought a company what's called a machine uh, computer vision or machine vision company called Blue River Technology and what they did it was using advanced machine learning algorithms which is AI to enable robots to make decisions based on visual data you know back in the day a farmer would walk around and kind of queue up his pesticide and just spray the whole field now literally with machine vision and ai it inspects as the john deere tractor is going over the plant plant by plant and then it delivers a very precise blast of chemical pesticides only where it's needed and not where it's not needed so it's literally viewing each plant by plant and giving it a very precise dose if you will of the exact amount of pesticides to limit the amount it spends. It also saves the farmer a tremendous amount of money because they're not spending, you know, three quarters more than they need to. Chris Buck joining me. He is with a Texas-based company called Robo Global. They, among many things, they have this great Robo Global Index. We'll get a little bit more information about that. But, you know, Chris, this is what what your company does i mean i from a surface and i do a lot of consumer stuff and you know what's my job to tell my listeners my viewers my readers like you know okay here's what's coming in the segments and you know great this is you know tractors and and what's going to be you know happening here in in the future or even currently right now fact is you're 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 very proactive what robo global does you're out there in every segment you're looking at these companies who either a are going to be bought up or who's bringing licensing creating researching and developing all of this technology to really bring this, you know, down to the, the world today. I mean, today, you just mentioned one that is tractors. I mean, the, and agriculture is probably, I have to say, you know, yes, we talk auto. Agriculture is such a huge category along with health. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, traditional investors, it's been great to look at the traditional companies like the FANG stocks we're reading a lot about, Facebook, Amazon, mm -hmm. Netflix, and Google. And they've performed very, very well for investors. Uh, but probably, you know, the next digital titans are more likely to come from established kind of garden variety companies that now, because of the cost of processing and AI, can change their business model and solve real world problems like feeding the world's population 
without, you know, spraying pesticide everywhere. No, you got a point. And I like the fact you talked about those fang stocks. You know, everybody knows those big those big companies, the Facebooks, the Amazons, the Netflix, the Googles that people are in. But in terms of diversification, and, you know, you look at the stock market, and I think a lot of investors are saying, hey, listen, what are the up-and-coming companies being diversified? That That is what Robo, one of the key things that RoboGlobal does. I mean, I look at the index like, who are these companies? But you've got your pulse on some of these companies who are up-and-coming, and they're really doing smart stuff now. Well, that's right. I mean, beyond John Deere, you know, in, in precision agriculture is one of the 12 subsectors we have, along with AI, computational I mean, computation and processing, which is our largest, but precision agriculture, we have companies like Raven Industries, John Deere, a company out of Germany, GIA Group, which specializes in automating the dairy industry. We have a company called Crohn's out of Germany, which designs and manufactures packaging robots for breweries, soft drinks, chemical manufacturers, food processors. So there's a whole host of companies that are addressing I mean, if you think about how large agriculture is to the world, they've been automating, you know, since the beginning of time. And now AI is just ushering in that next step of automation for our farmers. Yeah, without a question. His name, Chris Buck. He is with a company called Robo Global, and you, you covered some great things. And, you know, we talked about the healthcare industry. We've talked about automotive. You keep coming up with things that I know you're opening my eyes, and I know my listeners' eyes and ears, too we got agriculture right now. If people, if my listeners right now, Chris, they want to find out more information, what stocks that you do follow, how can they find it? Oh, please come visit us at roboglobal.com. That's R-O-B-O-G-L-O-B-A-L.com. Uh, we're based here in Dallas and have offices in Europe and New York and San Francisco. But please come visit us, and, and we'd love to tell you more about what we're doing to diversify and help people access and invest in the robot revolution. I like robot revolution. If you haven't trademarked that, get in. Oh, come on, Chris. Let's go. I like it. <laughs> I like it a lot. Hey, listen, we want to thank you for your time. Great information on a very regular and weekly basis. We'll keep an eye on the agriculture. Let's, I can't wait to go on. I'm going to come up with another segment that people forget about that AI is doing when we talk to you guys next week or two. Appreciate the time, my man, and I know we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Mike. We really enjoy the show. Appreciate it. RoboGlobal.com, people. If you've got questions about that, hey, I'll try to answer them. I'm not your stock advisor, but I'll tell you what, that's something without a doubt to keep your eye on, especially if you want to diversify. RoboGlobal.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. With that, we are going to take a break. HighTechTexan.com. You can also follow me on the Twitter at HighTechTexan. When we come back right here on all these stations around the world on iHeartRadio, Michael Garfield's the name. 
more of The Michael Garfield Show right now. Talk, talk. Talk to me. I talk to you. Talking to you for... Actually, let's see. April is my anniversary of this show. Is this the 16th year? I need to check that or something. So, well, I can have a big party. We're going to throw a big... Shannon, we're going to have a big party. Where do you want to throw my big anniversary listening party? Where do you want to go? Um, man, there's so many great locations here in Houston. Let's find a, a bar. Oh, no, no. Not, not, it, well, I like... I got a ton of great restaurants. Capital Grill. Love Capital. I was at Capital Grill. Saw my man Steve Jost the other night. He was good. Thing is, they don't open for lunch, so we really can't have a lunch... Show well, the one on Westheimer does not open for lunch. Can't do it there. Some place that serves margaritas. Crawfish season also next month too. I don't know. Let's start working on that. Maybe yeah, we, yeah, we got to reach out to a restaurant bar, do the uh, anniversary show. Uh, I think it's April 21st. I have I have a photo of me in the studio, and this is three or four studios ago, physical locations of my first show. I held up and I wrote the date. I said April 21st of you know, 2002 or what, four or whatever it was. I need to check that. Um, I still have my same hair. That's pretty much the only thing I still got going for. <laughs> well, it sounds like a party. <laughs> I'm ready to go. We'll uh, count down to that here in less than a month. I will give the phone number out a few more times. We are out of here at 1 o'clock at 713-212-5950. I just got some really nice people who are... Or gave me my comments on uh, one of my latest uh, car review videos that I'm doing in conjunction with CarPro. I just posted on iHeart Vehicles, and uh, I did the Toyota RAV4, and I've done a few more vehicles uh, over the past you know three months or so. But uh, if you need a car tested, let me know. More than happy. I was in a Jeep Wrangler this past week. Jeep Wrangler 4x4. Those things are fun. You know, Jeep doesn't. You, you know what you're getting in a Jeep. Jeep's running this uh, night. It's a it's a neat commercial right now, TV commercial, and they're really incessantly running it during March Madness, which is why I've seen it 48 times in the past two days. T- the history of the Jeep. They said they were created really quickly for the war, and this 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 I it, it's it's good in a war zone, I'm sure, but it's also good on hills and mountains and really just kind of having some fun if you take the top off. So I went topless, and it's very it's kind of a two-part roof, the 4x4, so it's got a back seat, and you can kind of pop up the two fiberglass cockpit covers, if you will, for the roof, and that's easy to uh, to pop out, and then you it takes a little bit more effort to, to pop out the, the back part of the roof, uh, but it's it's very fun. 4x4, uh, the Jeep, uh, it handles well. It, it, the, the version I had really wasn't, it didn't have all the upgrades that you expect, but it's a Jeep. I forgot the last car I've ever been in. Where I physically had to roll the window down. And I get my son in there. My son is 17 and a half. I don't know if he's ever seen a car that doesn't have electric windows. He's like, what is this? I'm like, oh, my goodness. we got to go old school. And then I bring out the record player for him. But we had we rolled down the windows. But it's fine. It's a Jeep. The wind's blowing through here. It was really nice. Uh, it's a good price point. Jeep, solid, sturdy. Um, it's nice little, t- you know, they, they got neat technology with the Uconnect, just like all of the FCA uh, vehicles. I like it. So Jeep Wrangler 4x4, take a look at it, especially if you want a secondary car, weekend car for your ranch. That's pretty cool, too. Uh, if you are out and about today uh, at soccer games or basketball games or whatever you are doing, congratulations to you if you win. And I do want to give a shout-out to one of my youngest listeners out there. Her name is Marley Reese. 
Played amazing defense today in a 1-0 soccer win. Marley, great job as always. Something tells me Daddy may be taking you for five gallons of ice cream or dim sum or wherever he takes you. What happened to orange slices? I played soccer when I was your age, Marley. I got Kool-Aid and orange slices. And the few times in my entire career that I think my team won growing up in Dallas, uh, my my parents, uh, they never took me to sushi or dim sum or even ice cream. Then again, sushi or dim sum, that probably wasn't a thing back in the 1970s. Uh, no ice cream. You got great parents, people. Marley, good job. All right, keep keep rolling. Did you bring me back anything with Barcelona? Most traveled kids I've seen in my life. I love the Reese family. The uh, other things that we want to continue to yap about that I teased here on the HTT show. It's called Pain in the Tech Neck. All right, I'm going to throw this one out to Robert Reese, too. We need to find a sponsor for Pain in the Tech Neck. We need a doctor for this. This <laughs> is a, a funny thing that I saw at USA Today. How all of these pain, you, you, you use your thumbs so much. You use your thumb so much. You get you have to go to the doctor when you're you know you're you're banging out some text and things, and they have it's called what is it smartphone it's called smartphone thumb. And so there's all of these other things that are popping up that doctors now have to work with you on because our use of technology and it's kind of funny. So if you are a doctor, if you're in the medical center, man, if you want to just, if I need to get a doctor expert on my uh, my show regularly to stop this, but technology can be a pain in the neck, literally an actual pain in the neck. Get this, selfie elbow. Yep, text neck, computerized. These are ailments that are popping up on Google searches across the U.S., Let's start with this one. The texting thumb or the gamer's thumb or the smartphone thumb. You got tendons in your thumb, maybe the base of your thumb, and they become inflamed because of repetitive use of the thumb when you grip those phones or your gaming devices. And if you have pain or swelling or a sticking sensation when the thumb is in motion, the actual formal diagnosis, I'm going to really jack this up. I don't know the pronunciation. De quadrivatines tenosynovitis. I don't even listen to me. Uh, and you know what? Here's the only cure. Little cowbell, but the cure for this is give your thumbs a rest. Let me help you out. That's not happening because I still need to text something right now. <laughs> There's something called the selfie elbow. Yep. When pressure is applied to the ulnar nerve, which runs through the elbow and various tendons in your lower arm, pain, weakness, or numbness, tingling in the ring or pinky fingers can occur. It's kind of like the same thing when you hit your funny bone. But if you hold your arms out, maybe bent for extended periods of time, this is what causes selfie elbow. It's actually formally called cubital tunnel syndrome or ulnar tunnel syndrome. Here's the fix. Stop bending your elbows. Better than that, why don't you get a friend who could take photos for you instead of holding your arm two and a half feet away from your face and taking it. There you go. It's called get a friend. I don't have the greatest posture. I grew up with a mother saying, stand up straight because you're going to be hunched back for the rest of your life. Should have taken that advice. So my neck is not the greatest thing. But now there's something called tech, text neck. Leaning toward or over tech devices or scrunching on a phone, putting it to your ear to put stress in your spine and your surrounding muscles. Yep. 
chronic pain, tightness. And I'm telling you, this, again, great sponsorship partnership for a potential massage location right now. Just throwing it out there. I'm going to tell you how to stop tech snack. You know what? How to stop tech snacks? Why don't you call massage? Whatever it is. Formal diagnosis. Yeah, it's called poor posture. <laughs> but it's preventable. Doctors say keep your neck in a neutral position. Keep your posture. You're not going to have an issue. I do have a tendency to lean my head forward because, you know, my skull and my brain or all our brains, they weigh a bit and we bend forward. Stop it. Sit up straight. Oh, my goodness. That should have been a T-shirt for my mom. Sit up straight. Good posture. Maybe put a little soft collar to keep your neck straight. Stop that. There's another one. Computer eyes. This one brought to you by Berkeley Eye Center, by the way, which fixed my eyes. So if you have flashing or glare or contrasting from tech devices, you know, straining the eyes, you stare at a screen too long, you get headaches, you get blurred vision, you get dry eyes. Yeah, you do. It's actually called computer vision syndrome. Our eyes, I don't know what they're built for, but I don't know if they were built for staring at these screens. But, you know, we use them to read and focus. And screen technology, it's improved, so flashing is it is common. Here's the great solution. Take a break. Here's my solution. You should call 713-526-EYES and go get your eyes checked from Berkeley Eye Center. You're welcome, folks. I love this one. This is another one. Mouse shoulder. Now, this, I'm, okay, again, I'm going HIPAA. You've already know that I've had my eyes done. I've got ADHD. I've actually got mouse shoulder. It's also called computer shoulder because you're hunching or you're rounding the shoulders while using your mouse or a touchscreen and it creates tightness. So I'm right-handed and so I use a mouse frequently when I'm sitting at my desktop, which I do, you know, most often, you know, every day, many hours a day. And I guess my chair is not high enough. So, and, and I have an arms on my chair. So now I'm resting my elbow, my right elbow on the arm, and then I'm raising my arm at a, you know, at a higher angle, and then I'm moving the mouse all the time. And I literally, I mean, I can feel tightness in my right side of my neck and shoulder versus my left. I, here, only way to get around it, I guess I can learn how to use the mouse in my left side. I don't think that's easy. I guess they say stop doing that thing. Mouse shoulder. There you go. Dr. Garf in the house. Stop this. This is the fun. I taught my job. Eh, this is what I did. Do I found out why technology is better for us. Technology should improve things. I tell you what, man, this is now we're taking a few steps back. Never had a problem reading a book, did we? Turning the pages. Didn't get mouse shoulder on that one. Did not get that stuff. And by the way, you ever used a mouse with your left hand? And, and I'm talking about left-handed people right now. My middle son, Josh, he's left-handed. He uses his right hand for using his mouse. So I guess he's ambidextrous. You know what? I'd give my right arm to be ambidextrous. I always wanted to be. You know, you can flip. You can program the buttons because, you know, if you have a mouse, generally the left side of the mouse, it clicks. The right side of the mouse, you can, you know, a little menu pops up, copy and paste. You can program most mice to do the opposite. You can make the right button the click button. So I should try that. It's kind of like throwing a football with my left hand, left arm. Does not, I've tried it. Not good. Maybe I go 10 yards. I tried writing with my left hand. Just just not working. But I'm one of those right, right brain guys, which means, you know, I really don't have a real career. This is why my life is stuck in radio. My radio 
show ends in less than 15 minutes. We have one more segment. We're going to take our final break. I will give out the number one more time. Let's see. Anybody feeling you guys are busy talking? If you're, you put, put me on Bluetooth when you're calling, though, it's 713-212-5950. We'll end it with smart homes and smart garages. How do you make a garage smart? IQ. Let's send that garage to college. I'll tell you some products to really uh, pimp out your garage now that spring cleaning has officially begun on the High Tech Texan Show. More of the Michael Garfield Show right now. Final seg of the High Tech Taxing Show this week. Hope you had fun tuning in. Covered a lot of stuff. Did not cover my brackets because they are pretty much over. We got in the Elite Eight. And for those of you who did pick Texas Tech, all you guns up, Red Raiders, good luck to you. We still got a Texas team next week. Uh, the Final Four comes to Texas. And so uh, San Antonio, watch out. They're coming to you. I'm not sure. I, 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 was, I, was, in a, uh, I was in a bracket. Uh, the nice folks at the, at the Buick uh, PR folks, they uh, had a kind of a media bracket, uh, the people who, who covered the auto industry. And whoever had the best bracket going through this coming Sunday night, going through the uh, Elite Eight until you get to the Final Four, they would announce this Sunday night, the leading person, the person who's won it up until this weekend, gets two tickets to the Final Four in San Antonio. Uh, let me help you out. I'm probably going to be watching this thing on TV. Yep, that's that's how it's going to roll. <laughs> Not good whatsoever. And I'm flipping through like you. I'm on CBS, and I'm on TBS, and I'm on True TV, and all this stuff. And I'm watching it last night, past few nights. I'm watching it to, to midnight, 1230, and I'm on, I guess I'm on TBS. And I don't go to TBS that often. So after the, after Ernie and the gang signs off of, of the desk in Atlanta, New York, it's still on TBS. This The funniest thing, the funniest game show. Shannon, have you seen this? Did you know Snoop Dogg hosts a game show? No, I had no idea. He hosts The Joker's Wild. You ever heard of that game show? No. It was before your time. The Joker's Wild was an old game show uh, back when game shows used to be, you know, just prevalent all over TV back in the day. And it was, you know, probably since the 1970s and people like kind of pulled down this big got a slot machine and then they ask her, like Jack Barry, I think was the, was the producer of the, of the show. But anyway, Snoop has reinvented it. Snoop Dogg, it's called Snoop Dogg's Joker's Wild. I'm not kidding you. And I'm sorry, this dude is funny. Snoop is hilarious. There's these two contestants and every category, I swear, every category is about weed. <laughs> not surprised. Every category, I'm like, oh my goodness. And obviously, I mean, I probably the only, the two, the, the two times I've seen it, the contestants were in their 20s. And they didn't seem high or anything, but, I mean, they knew these. And there's double entendres for every single question. But he's funny. I, it's funny. I, I got to meet Snoop Dogg and hung out with him once when the, the big Super Bowl came here in 2004, I think it was. And I was hosting a uh, one of these events, and Snoop Dogg loves to come to the Super Bowl with his entourage. I was on the microphone, and Snoop Dogg was there, and I could not get within probably five feet of him, even though I was supposed to hand the microphone off to, to Snoop because of his bodyguards. 
And I'm thinking, this guy goes, I mean, what is he? why does he need bodyguards? But he, neither here nor there. Could have been nice when I got a photo with him. I mean, now, man, I mean, I, I wonder if there's a bodyguard right off camera. Does he still need bodyguards? But he's, he, I just go here and there. I love game shows. My, my calling, my true calling in life was to be a game show host. I don't know. Maybe I still have time. But Wink Martindale, Tom Kennedy, everybody, you know, Mark Goodson, Bill Tubman, I'm still here. Just look me up at High Tech Texan. I don't want to take Snoop. Let me help you out. I'm not, I'm not jacking with Snoop Dogg. Snoop, you did a good job. I just, I just thought that was funny. As we wind up another minute or two, uh, I did promise you a guide to smart garages. Smart homes are big. You ever thought about your garage? Why would you need a smart garage? Well, sometimes when you drive away from home, maybe you make it halfway down the street. You ever wonder if you remember to close the garage door? There's actually cameras and doorbells and locks for our front doors. How about the door that most of us use the most, which is that garage door? There's actually some add-ons that you can put on your garage door that work. There's these garage door systems. They could be around 100, even less than that. They could pop onto your Wi-Fi network, whatever. Some of them have cameras to actually record if your garage is up and garage is down. There's one called the Chamberlain MyQ Smart Garage Hub. About $100, works with just a variety of garage door openers. So you can check your garage door status, and you can open or close it remotely from the app. And that's pretty cool because, you know, garage door openers right now, they, you know, they have a range maybe about, what, 100 feet, 200 feet. You kind of almost need a line of sight. But now you could, you could, you know, open your garage now when you're around the corner or from work if you need to. I mean, I knew these are, this is first world problems. Did we close the garage? Generally, I call home and I tell my kid, would you go downstairs and see if the garage is still open? There's another one. I love the name. It's called Garagit. See if they did that? Garagit, 89 bucks. There's voice control and remote access. There's a a sensor system, has a reflective tag placed in the top panel of the garage door. There's a laser in there. So when the laser hits the tag, this Garagit knows your garage door is closed. Pretty smart, pretty easy. By the way, Works on Amazon Alexa. Oops, sorry, I think I just made your Alexa open. One more. Alcide, A-L-C-I-D-A-E. It's a garager. 129 bucks. It's a surveillance camera and attaches to the bottom of your garage door opener through a magnet and controls your garage door opener through your iOS and Android devices. Not bad. Now, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm still playing with some of these stuff now because I've tried to trick out and pimp out my home with all the highest smartphone gadgets. I really don't play around with my garage. Time to think about garages, and that's what we try to do here on the High Tech Texan Show. Make you think, give you some ideas, and at least kill two hours of your day, which I hopefully think we just accomplished as we finish up the show. We thank Shannon. Thanks so much for keeping us on the air. John Smith from Triangle Energy. Chris Buck from Robo Global. Berkeley Ice Center. Joe Ochoa Roofing. Percento Technologies and everybody who has made this a, a very fun, exciting, sexy show. You can find me online, hightechtexan.com, at hightechtexan, and don't forget cars, at iHeartVehicles. And we will check you out next week. Have a great weekend. Hope your brackets aren't nearly as busted. My name is Michael Garfield, and right now, this show is over. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
Chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.